Welcome to Matches Podcast, the father-son duo who share how our relationship continues to impact how we lead those in our span of care. The truth is, we all desire to have meaningful impact on the world around us. Some may feel this is far away, and others may feel it is at their fingertips. Our hope is to share everyday stories that will inspire, that will educate, and encourage you to take action in building stronger relationships, to be more human Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Matches Podcast again. Uh, this week's a little bit different, and I think it's been something that's come to fruition mainly because we're obviously expecting our own child in the next few months. And so I've been reflecting on how do I want to uh, lead my family? How do I want to bring up my daughter? What am I hoping to to see in her? And how do I want to react to certain circumstances? And so you know, a part of this whole whole journey that my dad and I are on is for me to better understand and learn from him uh, and his wisdom. And so I thought, what better way to do that than just to ask a couple of questions that I wrote down while journaling the other day when we heard that we had our, we're going to have our first kid. Um, and so I wrote these down. And over the next coming weeks, there may be a few rapid fire questions where there won't be a lot of response or or uh, reflection on them, but rather just for me to capture some of what uh, my dad feels. So I haven't given given him much time to think about these questions, and I hope they are as raw and real as they they should be. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, you've you've just literally read them out. I'm going to have to dig and think hard, but here we go. Uh, let me do the best I can to impart what I think. Okay, so number one. What is one thing you want to keep and one thing you would want to leave behind in respect of your upbringing with your parents? Sure. Um, I've been blessed to have two, I think, incredible parents who are quite different in, in many ways and yet very aligned in their values um, and had a good upbringing. And I think, I think what I'd like to keep is their optimism the encouragement they give people and me and how they've always done that. Uh, they, I, and I think it linked into that, it's their faith. Um, uh, their, their faith that has helped them navigate through life some really tough things and and also the good things in life, but just a continuous, I think, optimism and upbeat way. Um, what I'd like to leave behind is hard. I think the best thing I can think about is not confronting things. So, you know, we often talk about every strength overextended is a weakness and their strength of optimism, encouragement, faith, relationship means at times they could compromise themselves in the interest of relationship. And I know it's a fine balance, but I think for me, 
It's not sometimes confronting some of the hard truths that one needs to confront. Yeah. Sure. Awesome. Question number two. What do you feel was your biggest insecurity or fear as a father? <laughs> you know, I was actually just reflecting on this the other day, and I, I don't know if this is the biggest. It's hard in the moment to think, like, what's my biggest fear? But I remember listening to a poem by a father who always said he didn't have time for his son. And when he grew old, his son said he didn't have time for him. And my fear, I think, is did I always, will I always be giving enough to keep in relationship to know that that those t tables don't ever turn on me? Yeah. Sure. So, Matt, remember that as I get old. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope you sure have given, you've given me enough time. You definitely give me well. Your time. It's Lithia. It's Lithia. Yeah, but <laughs> what do they say? Time is the currency of leadership. That's it. That's it. And and hey, we lead in family as much as we lead in our work. Sometimes people give way much more time to their their work leadership than they do to their role of leader in the home. I think. Yeah. Hmm. Number three, what do you wish you did more of when we were growing up? And then on the flip side of that, what do you wish you did less of? I'm going to start with less of, and I, I mean, I, I don't live too much of a life of regret, and and I have this firm belief everything in life has been there for a reason. So it's hard for me to sometimes say less of more of. But whilst I love traveling, and I did it, I do think for my family's sake at times, I think it was a time that I felt like I wish I'd done less traveling. Uh, there was a time when we were building our business that I knew I was traveling to Johannesburg, which is a two hour flight from Cape Town, but every week, sometimes twice a week. And, and I know I had to call myself at some point and say one week a month is going to be in Cape Town for the sake of my family and made that tick. And it's amazing. I think shifted when I did do that because then I started picking up more clients in Cape Town, which actually is quite ironic. So perhaps less of, and, and I think more of is, is always being, being around more, but I think more particularly, I wish I'd been more present and more available because I do know that even although I was around, uh, I wasn't necessarily always fully present. Yeah. Sure. What was one moment that rocked you as a parent? <laughs> sure. This one's a really hard one for me. And it's hard for me because... I don't think I panic and I sort of mentioned this value I've had of an ease with uncertainty. And I've always had this belief we'll work it out and make it happen. So it's hard for me to think like what rocked me. Um, you know, I think the time you went through that really tough, I think the time of anguish mostly was when you went through the tough time of being bullied at school and uh, being ostracized. Um, I think Michaela went through a similar phase uh, where she was trying to find her space in a group and just seeing both of you and how you had to grapple with that. Um, 
But I, I actually think this differently. I, I want to talk a bit about what rocked me pre- in in a in a positive way, because uh, that also has a rock. So what are some of my highs? What rocked me and and really rocked me? I I think it's just both of you being being recognized for who you are and for what you bring into our world, and that continues to rock me. So yeah, yeah. I like the way you flipped that. I like the way you yeah. flipped that. <laughs> and. Question number five, is there something or someone you wanted me to be? You know, uh, I mean, there's always that that danger or the guard against not wanting to live your your life through your kids and them to be that. But I I can't I can't really feel that I've ever wanted you to be something specific i think i've always wanted you to be both both you michaela but in the question for you is like want just wanted you to be your best so um probably never shared this with you before i used to have visions like when you were like this great youngster you were a youngster and you loved rugby and you always like said like hey you want to be a rugby you know like be a rugby star one day and i remember uh, sometimes massaging your legs uh, from rugby and having this this vision of one day I'm going to be on the side of that a field like that uh, when you're playing for the South African Springboks and I'm still going to be the father there next to you and going to be massaging your legs like that and then you were, and then you got into singing and like you were in a band and then I think well hey I'm going to be that side supporter for you and I'm going to be there we'll be traveling to every concert you have and going to go and watch you. And so, yeah, there's something in that. Hey, like, I just feel like I wanted you to be at your best and I wanted to be by your side, uh, supporting you and cheering you on, whatever it is. That's powerful. I'm I'm sorry I, I didn't become a rugby player and I've kind of left the rock star dream behind too. But wherever I do go, you know, you, you spoke about it um in in another episode just about who would you want in the room i would definitely want you there thanks matt you know you know this is an interesting thing here like because i think the very thing we're doing now is that very same thing as just being in each other's presence being here to support uh, supporting you in some way of being the best leader you can be whatever that is and it's interesting as i think about purpose like there was a time I thought I may go into the ministry and or do something on the stage or be a performer. Actually, often people said like, "Hey, what would you have rather be doing than this?" And if if I if I true like I loved performing when I was young and I wanted to be a performer, uh, and I still sometimes think like, "Oh, I'd love to be on the stage." But now, why would I want to be a performer? Not to get the glory, but to be. It's a way of imparting a message. It's a way of connecting people with an emotion and a human connection and. Somebody pointed out a dear colleague of mine one day pointed and said, like, hey, you're doing that. You're doing that in your work. You're being a minister. You're a you're a you're a, you're you're being a performer, but you're doing it in a very real, genuine way. And so the fact you're not a springbok or a play rugby player or a star singer, uh, you are fulfilling uh, that inspiration that you talk about and energizer in the work you're doing. And so mm-hmm. uh privilege and joy for me to be around supporting you in that as well thanks dad last question for this rapid fire we'll do some more but number six what is the biggest lesson you've learned through me 
I would say, if I had to think about how you've inspired me, I think, and the biggest lesson, one of them is how when you were, when you were in the, the recipient of being ostracized and targeted and bullied, it gave you a deep empathy for others who went through that. And so I see how you've used the lessons in life that you've had and been received to turn them into how you could be better for others as a result of that and to do good. And so I saw, I remember afterwards, you used to go and seek out others that you could see were alone and what that feels like and go and have break with them or connect with them. And um, so you, you developed a deep empathy. So I think it's about, about learning those lessons, I think. And I think linked with that, following through on your convictions in life and, uh, and, 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 and the questioning you've had, like, why am I doing this? Like when you gave up being, a, well, you sort of wanted to, you gave a pause on the CA. You, you, the reason you paused was because you went through a deep sense of introspection of why am I doing this and getting to back to, like what is it that you're really wanting to be doing and how to do it? So I'll, I'll say this, that um, I remember that time, and we'll talk about it some more, I'm sure, on another podcast. Remember that time when you told me you didn't want to go through with doing your board exam and go through with articles, and you said, say, Dad, I want to find my purpose and passion like you did. And in the moment, I was like, hey, man, that comes later in life. That came for me when I was like 35 or 40. And it made me question that mindset. Why? Why can't that be now for you? And so I think I think for me it's been a lesson in following through on those convictions and 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 allowing people to do it sooner and better and differently than me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. I know this is these are the questions that I've been longing to hear and or here are the answers to. And so it's great for me to learn from those here, just some of your experiences and then also share those with others, because I think there's so much uh, learning and growth that can be taken from your experience. So we'll chat Thank soon. You. I'm sure there's more. Those were from the heart. I'm sure they're more, but uh, didn't give me much warning for those today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Thank you. Thanks for digging in and making me think I'll probably go away and think some more about that. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Matches Podcast. We hope you continue to encourage, inspire, and nurture those in your span of care.